Hello, Plugger India community. Welcome to a special chat. Managed, we've managed to organize for you, especially for those of you who booked the Ola Electric scooter and are following Ola Electric. Today, we have with us Mr. Varun Dubey, who is the Chief Marketing Officer of Ola Electric. Today is January 21st, 2022, and at 6 p.m., the final payment window for your Ola scooter will be opened up. Those of you who've paid 20450 can make the final payment and hope to get their scooter in the months of Jan, Feb and March. So let's chat with Varun and hear from him. Welcome Varun. Thank you for your time. Hey Rafael, great to be on the show man. All right. So we've really been looking forward to Varun and uh, there are so many questions, but today is just about this payment window. So let's talk about that. Uh, so today is 6 p.m. This is when thousands of people all over India are going to start making their payments and they'll be confirming their order of the Ola S1 Pro and without, without the performance upgrade. So just to get this straight, uh, the payment window is only for those who have paid 20490 and not for those who have paid 490 or want to buy a brand new scooter today itself. Uh, can you clarify this please for the community? Today, so the so the people who paid the 499 are the people that we call reservers. So this right. window is not for the reservers. Uh, you know, this window is for those who paid us the advance payment of 20,000 and the reservation of 499. So totally 20,499. They will be able to pay the balance amount today for their uh, S1 or S1 Pro scooters. And then, you know, we will dispatch them over Jan and Feb like we announced last week. Awesome. So for those who are interested in buying the S1 Pro using a bank loan, can you explain the process a little bit? What are the documents required for finalizing the payment? Absolutely. So actually we have a digital process, uh, you know, from an, uh, from, uh, from a customer's approval standpoint. So, you know, they basically, when they're making the payment, they will be able to choose uh, financing as an option. And then they will be able to pick our financing partners, say IDFC or Tata Capital. Uh, and then, you know, they will have their financing journey. They can be an online OTP verification, etc. And then, you know, it will go through and then, you know, they will know the amount that has been uh, approved for them. And they will, if it is the full balance amount. So let's say, uh, you know, the, let's say the Ola S1 Pro comes for 1,30,000. And, you know, they have already made a down payment of 20,000. Then for the remaining, they can choose to make an ad additional down payment or they can finance the whole amount depending on how much loan they get from the bank. Uh, and then they will be able to do all of this digitally. They don't have to do anything offline. Uh, and once all of this is approved, you know, we will then, uh, you know, verify the documentation and then, you know, move the process forward. All right. Thanks for that, Varun. Uh, so we've announced that in December, about 4,000 scooters have already been dispatched. Now, uh, this is huge. Uh, how are you going about solving the complexities of registration uh, and what uh, difficulties the customers are facing. Can you explain the complexities involved yeah, in this absolutely. kind of a... This has, been, yeah. uh, Rafa, this has been a learning experience for us as well. Uh, you know, uh, the nuances, regional nuances of registration, regional nuances of transportation have been a learning experience for us. And, uh, you know, we've been working very hard and we have already made improvement to several parts of our process for this, this round that we're opening today so that customers have a much more seamless uh, experience. Uh, you know, a few things that, uh, you know, that end up happening is that not every state has a fully digital process, right? Everyone is trying to get there. Uh, you know, obviously at the same time, uh, I fully appreciate that, you know, no one has really tried to do this at the scale that we're doing it uh, to try and do a fully digital process. So all of us are sort of learning. 
uh, but that ends up being a big part of the uh, you know registration process time that it takes. Uh, secondly, you know we also realize that uh, a lot of customers when they uh, uh, when they fill their details, you know there is some slightly less diligence in that. So they have spelling mistakes, etc. Now, uh, especially in EVs where you're trying to claim fame subsidy, etc. You know the details need to match exactly as per Aadhaar, uh, and if they don't, uh, you know then and they have to then also match your registration details. So if these three things don't match, uh, you know then we have to go into a manual loop where we have to call the customers and you know they have to give us fresh documents uh, in some cases or correct the spellings, etc. And that ends up taking a lot of time, uh, you know, because sometimes customers don't have those documents. So as an example. Uh, you know, uh, in a case where let's say your uh, your Aadhaar, you have provided Aadhaar, and you know the Aadhaar card has the has your name and your address, and that is the name and address in which you want the registration, and that is also the name and address in which you want the delivery. This is the simplest case, right? As long as you don't make any typos, you know there will be no problem. But if a scenario in which let's say you live in a different location from what it says on your Aadhaar, now you have to provide a separate address proof. In some states, if you know, uh, if you don't have the Aadhaar proof, then you have to anyway provide two other proofs. So these are then become becoming offline loops that we had to close. So you know, to to improve the customer experience on this, right? This time, what we are doing is that we are introducing a new step that we are calling or uh, the document verification step. So what we will do in this step is, as soon as you give us the order, within seventy two hours. Uh, you know, our team will actually check every document before the order moves forward, right? And uh, at that stage itself, if there are any issues, we will reach out to the customer and you know get the documents or whatever corrections have to be done upfront, right? And only then will we move this order to the dispatch stage. So what this will allow us to do is to allow you know to front load all the manual effort that may be required in case somebody has put a typo or somebody has put the wrong document or the document scan is not clean or it is not readable etc or whatever the those operational issues might be and uh, that should then allow for a much smoother process later because then these discovery this this will not happen at the registration loop which is really at the right at the end and this will also give much more predictability to customers in terms of understanding uh, the third the th third thing that we've done is that we've also because now we have learned in the previous step we are providing a much more uh, you know uh, informed and a realistic timeline on how long we think registration might take uh, so you know customers will now start seeing that uh, you know after dispatch we have learned that it can take up to 3 weeks for the uh, scooter to reach a location near you uh, and you know finish up the registration process for delivery because there are multiple steps which require multiple multiple times for us to reach out to the customers for their otps and all that uh, so we have taken a lot of these learnings and you know put them into the process from today onwards. So we are uh, really hoping that you know this makes the experience for this set of customers a lot simpler and a lot smoother. I also want to thank the first set of customers, uh, you know the 4,000 customers in December for really being patient with us and uh, you know really supporting us in this journey. Uh, this revolution wouldn't have happened, wouldn't have kicked off without them. Uh, you know we've delivered pretty much all of those guys. Uh, I think only a few cases. Is where uh, some of these document mismatches or some RTO issues remain are the only few people where it is not there. But uh, you know, from from that journey, we have learned a lot for this batch. So I hope these guys have a much smoother experience. So we are very excited about opening this now today at 6 p.m. Uh, what we have done is what I was just explaining that we have actually uh, made changes to the entire process from uh, off day from purchase to delivery, right? right. And uh, each of these will now be more clearer steps. 
that customers will be able to see. So they will be able to understand exactly what's happening at that step. True. Right. And that should also reinforce uh, or give give them the clarity that they need that exactly what stage their order is in. So things like we now have the document, uh, you know, document verification step, right? At that step itself, a lot of the anxiety will go away. Right. Then then the then the step is that you know the vehicle is now dispatched. Right. After that, we give them an alert that hey, now it's reached the the the, the distribution center near you. After that, uh, you know, we also uh, solve for uh, the Vahan registration process, right? And then there is the wet signatures and uh, that, that people need to take and then obviously upload back into Vahan, then get the number. In some cases, after the final upload into Vahan, we still have to go physically to the to the, to the, to the RDO. And then get the number. Once we get the number, we then, you know, affix the plates uh, and then only can we do the delivery. So, you know, so many of these will now become clearer steps for the customers to see. Uh, and I think a lot of this will get mitigated just because we will now move document verification to the start. Uh, right? And that that is also when we we'll, uh, sort of end up checking our fame subsidy eligibility and all that. So customers are very clear uh, right after they make the payment within you know three to four days, we will reach out to them and let them know that, okay, your order is going ahead. If you have everything you need, you're all set. Or uh, you, know, you need to provide these extra documents or hey, you made a spelling mistake or you, know, you put the pin code wrong or Things don't match, uh, so on and so forth. Okay, so Varun, four thousand deliveries. This is incredible. No electric scooter company has ever done these numbers in one month. And so that brings up the question: Is your production prime for beating this number in Jan, Feb, March, and <laughs> all the people who pay the? Yeah, absolutely. But I have to say, Rafe, that. Uh, uh, you know, we're having a very interesting problem that, uh, you know, obviously every time we, you know, we come out to the customers, uh, you know, we, we do our best to anticipate what kind of excitement we're going to see. And every time we feel a little underprepared because the customer love is just so much. And there are so many people who are interested in what we're, what we're uh, in our product. Uh, so we've done our best to be prepared. Uh, but, but I guess, you know, in a few hours, we'll find out. Uh, you know, once this goes live, uh, but but the production is ramping up really well. You know, we had announced some time back that we are now almost doing a thousand a day. Uh, so we feel quite confident that you know we should be able to fulfill these orders uh, quickly and then you know dispatch them through Jan and Feb. That's true, Varun. I mean, from what you said, we understand that there's been a lot of learning there, and definitely people are going to be getting their uh, deliveries in time. That's what we think because we can see how rapidly you all are progressing. Uh, in Twitter, we see a lot of Ola S1 Pro owners taking deliveries and not only in big cities, also in small towns. That's very interesting. And we have suddenly seen this surge of EVs becoming more and more accessible even in the smaller towns of India and much more than ever before. So direct sales, this is what uh, we are seeing here direct sales, which is bypassing the entire dealer network. That's what we see enabling this. Um, is this the model for the future, Varun, for the auto industry in general? Uh, how can it work in a complex country like India, where you yourself mentioned all these complexities that you have on the local scenario, uh, where people actually prefer to have some you know, touch and feel, somebody to hold their hand, some physical person to meet? Uh, to take care of their vehicle. Uh, what's your take on that? One? That's a great question. And, you know, Rafael, I would just uh, expand what you're saying a little bit that, you know, it's not just really for us direct to direct sales model. 
it's actually a complete shift to a direct-to-consumer model, right? We typically auto not have a direct engagement with their customers, right? They always do it through intermediaries like dealers. Uh, you know, we don't believe in that. You know, we believe that the best brand experience can be given when the brand has full control and directly engages with the customers. And we should engage with the customers directly. Right? After all, they are who we are building everything for. Um, and so if you look at our entire journey, right, whether it is our production, we have done this in the open with sharing constant updates with the community, with the customers, because we are doing this for them, right? There are so many people at Ola Electric working so hard every day and many, many nights, uh, you know, for the community. And so, you know, we want to have that direct relationship with them. Uh, it has a lot of benefits, right? One, you can really real time understand and hear from your customers and react very quickly. Uh, which you would have seen us do several times in the last year. Uh, you know, there are things that we did really well. Customers told us we continue to do it. There are a few things we didn't do so well. Customers told us and we immediately fixed it. Um, I think that's very hard to do unless you have a direct relationship with the customer. Uh, secondly, you know, if you look at the distribution model, our delivery model being D2C, uh, you know, we have said this in the past that when we opened up uh, reservations as well as, you know, bookings for the advance payment, uh, you know, we have seen this come across thousand towns and cities in India, literally kone kone mein order aare, right? And, uh, and uh, I mean, I own it, right? And uh, we wanted to make sure that we're catering to all of them, right? Because, you know, this is not just an urban phenomenon, like you rightly said. And, you know, doing a direct-to-consumer just makes it easier because you have so much more visibility and control. Uh, obviously, you know, for someone like us, there's a little bit of a learning curve that we have gone through. But, you know, that's a temporary state. And you know, as soon as we learn and we improve, these things will become much smoother. Finally, I would also say that, you know, direct-to-consumer service is a, has been, I think, quite a revelation for people. You know, there was a lot of people who were skeptical uh, or had questions on this uh, at the start, saying how will we provide service. But uh, like you said, you know, if you see what people, customers are saying on Twitter and others, other platforms, uh, you know, I think the, they have been blown away by this. They have been blown away by the speed of the resolution, the quality of the resolution, and even the scale of the resolution, right? Like, you know, for for us, uh, you know, if a customer has a problem, nothing is more important. And, you know, we've reached out to customers when they've reached out to us at say 11 in the night or one in the morning or whenever. Um, and we have resolved this. And many customers have told me that, you know, when they uh, see the speed at which they reach out to us and the speed at which we respond and not just get back to them, but actually solve the problem. They have found, they many have said that it's been faster uh, for us to resolve the problem than for them to even reach their dealers on the phone, uh, right? And I think this is possible only because there is a direct-to-consumer model where we can take those calls as a brand. Uh, I think finally also, you know, even if you look at the deliveries, right? Customers, I mean, we are seeing so much excitement from customers and we're very we're thrilled about it and we're very thankful for that. Uh, what that is leading to is that many times customers are telling us that, hey, uh, you know, uh, we alert the customer as soon as we get the numbers in the scooter ready, right? So let's say we have update them at 10 in the night saying, hey, your scooter is ready and we're going to deliver it to you tomorrow. And a customer, many customers will call us and say, no, no, can you please come and deliver it now? And we're like, ma'am, it's three hours away, so we'll be there at 1 a.m. We will come, but will you be up at 1 a.m. to give it to you? And they'll be like, yes, of course, you please come at 1 a.m., 2 a.m. and, you know, we'll, we'll take the scooter. And that's why you think so many customers posting saying that we should have at 3 a.m. So, uh, you know, it's been, it's been quite an exciting journey. And I think all of these are really big benefits of the direct-to-consumer because you're able to give a much, much better experience. It's a much more predictable experience. And it's a much more high-quality experience for customers, right? And I think this is possible only because of this model. And I certainly believe that going forward, uh, you know, more and more brands will 
move in this direction is what i feel wow so you actually feel this is something that can uh, change the entire industry so uh, coming back to customer service you have this concept of brand champion can you explain how this works regarding service absolutely so we have two actually sets of people one is a brand champion and one is a service champion right okay. so the brand champions are typically people who handle the customers you know once the once the scooter reaches at the distribution center then the brand champions in the local team in that area reach out to the customer and they handhold him through the entire registration process because as you know there are multiple interventions required in, including physical signatures some states require photo photo you know physical photographs along with the product etc so we you know we do a lot of lot of those things and our brand champions help that they obviously also give the initial orientation to customers about uh, the scooter and they, they, they give them the initial briefing and then you know for some duration they are the single point of contact for a customer to call at any given point in time for any issues or any questions they might have the reason we do it is because we are fully uh, we fully appreciate that you know electric vehicles are is a new category and you know with ola and you know all of us have really made it a mass market category right we are the, the scale that we are at and the interest that we are seeing and so it's really up to us to in many ways also create that education about uh, about evs and you know solve these initial doubts that customers might have uh, you know one of the common questions that we have seen for example and you would have seen this on social media as well is uh, the fact that a lot of customers are learning about uh, electrical wiring and earthing in their houses right because uh, charges can sometimes be very sensitive to that and uh, you know we obviously so so as we started doing that you know we obviously had anticipated that so what we do is when the brand champion goes to deliver the scooter right we actually send him uh, with the equipment to test the plug points and stuff and then they actually tell the customer at the point of delivery that hey uh, you know your thing is not okay or your thing is okay and if your thing is not okay and you want us to do something about it we obviously have a service and we can come and do it or you can get it done through our own electrician as well but at least we inform the customer saying hey some change is required and then customers take that that has been very big help to customers to also get their education and so the brand champion sort of do the early hand holding and the education piece uh, then we have service champions who which is this crack team of amazing people uh, you know who are uh, who are uh, you know solvers of all problems so when customers any customers have a minor issue or anything of the, any kind you know they can call us service line and uh, what we do then is that depending on the issue in case when we are able to solve it remotely you know our branch our service champions will show up at the house with a service van and then most things we can actually solve on premises so customers never have to you know take we don't have to take the scooter away it's away they have unavailability to the scooter for a very very short duration in some cases uh, you know let's say somebody is met with an accident or whatever and then at that point in time we'll take the scooter in the van and take it back and fix it uh and then make it new and then we bring it back to them so in either case you know there is there is there is this benefit of home service where they don't really have to do uh anything at all they just need to give us a call uh and then you know we will come and fix everything and i think we will see on on social media that tons and tons of people have uh, you know written that you know whatever the issues were between a branch and a service champion you know, they were resolved exceedingly fast and i think that is the new normal of service experience that we will get set in the auto industry as well I certainly you know from the world we come from which is consumer internet people want things done in minutes so you know uh, we are trying to you know do the equivalent of that for the auto industry to make it as fast as we can all right so instant gratification that's what uh, it seems to be promising 
one last question that i want to ask you maybe taking a little bit of a long term vision because that's what we really really connected with when bhavish gave his speech about mission electric and uh, we have seen this spectacular growth in evs in 2021 especially do you think that 2022 will also see uh, similar uh, growth in the ev space and if so what do you think would be driving this gro- uh, growth uh, what's ola electrics view on this absolutely i think you know you will see this growth only accelerate uh, you know and uh, certainly ola will play a big part of it uh, but like we said in mission electric that you know we want to make sure and we we invite everybody in the industry to join hands with us and make sure that india becomes a petrol free petrol free nation as far as two wheels are concerned and that after 2025 no more petrol two wheels are sold in india and everybody is on electric it's a difficult goal but it is definitely possible uh especially if industry uh, and the consumers get together uh, so if you look at this uh, holy trinity of change right which is the government the consumer and the industry right there is no denying that the government is extremely positive and supportive of the change to evs i think they have done everything and more possible to enable it uh if you look at what has been happening with us and our orders and the excitement around our product clearly the consumers have already moved to electric Right? No, this is not a discussion anymore. Saying should be buy electric. I think everybody's convinced that they should buy electric. Yeah. Only question is when is the next payment window? So, <laughs> so that's happened. So I think the only, only, only part really left is for the industry to really deliver, right? And for all of us to come together and give great products to customers. Uh, and you know, customers will buy the product that suits their lifestyle the best. Uh, so we encourage everyone to come in. And I think as as uh you know the year goes by 2022 2023 uh you know the growth and the acceptance and the, the space at which evs will you know dominate is only going to grow and the pace at which people are going to switch is also only going to grow, grow so i think we're just getting started there's a lot of excitement there's obviously huge pace, rapid pace that the industry is changing at but i think it's only going to accelerate in the future so thanks varun and uh, all of you who are watching hearing us uh, you've seen you uh, Uh, heard varun's views he's very aware of the problems even at the minutest level where earthing or phase reversal is concerned and uh, they are tackling all these problems in the best way possible giving you an almost instant gratification experience which is unheard of in the auto industry i must say so this is a fantastic job we are very very happy varun thank you so much for being here with us uh there is a separate discussion we'll be having with varun later about the scooter its features what's good and what can be improved and uh, at that point of time we will be taking some community questions if you awesome. have any que- so if you have any questions on the scooter please write in the comments below and thank you so much once again varun and good luck for today's bookings thank you rafa i hope your customers are watching this and uh, you know they join us at 6 pm for the for the payment window opening All right, take care. All right, take care. Take care.